Hello and welcome to Voices of Bluescope, where we meet the people who work behind the scenes at Bluescope to create strength every day. I'm your host, Martin Feld. Thank you for listening. In this episode, we meet Craig Roadcap, branch manager at Batemans Bay, which is a coastal town in the state of New South Wales, Australia. Craig explains what goes on at his regional site and tells the story of how he and his close-knit team banded together to keep the site safe and running during the devastating bushfires that hit the area late in 2019. For his leadership during this difficult time, he was recognised with the Blue Scope Living Safety Award in 2020. Our communications and community manager, Craig Neilon, was on hand to meet him at his branch in Batemans Bay and record this special interview to get the whole story. Let's cross over to them now. So I'm here today talking to Craig Roadcap, and Craig is the branch manager of the Lysart site in Batemans Bay. Thanks a lot, Craig, for having me here today. I know you're really busy, so uh, thanks for your time. We've got some interstate and, and overseas listeners to this podcast. Can you maybe just explain where Batemans Bay is exactly and what sort of town it is? So Batemans Bay is located three, three hours, 45 from Sydney. Beautiful drive straight down the coast. Batemans Bay is a great little coastal village which is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Over the last nine or so years that I've been down here, uh, we've really seen a, a massive influx in residential building. The, the industry itself uh, used to be kids that get to 19, 20 uh, or, or finish up high school and they'd actually have to move to Sydney or Canberra to try and find full-time employment uh, in regards to university kind of kind of jobs. Whereas we're seeing now the, the, the changes on the coast, it's not the little fishing villages that uh, they once were. So there's plenty of infrastructure finally being built from pretty much Wollongong down. Wollongong used to be pretty much the cutoff. Okay, so that's a, that's a nice lead in to my next question and that is, you're really busy here, so obviously this growth you know, has meant a lot to you here in this little business here. So can you tell me a little bit about what you do here and how many people you have here? And Definitely. So, so on site here, we manufacture custom flashings or, or finished flashings. So we take the 1200 wide coils, slit them down and then turn them into custom design, whether it be aprons, barge caps, box gutters, corners for walling. We've really seen a massive trend difference over the years of the, the typical villa board slash fibro to using custom warble, even the, the Lysart Zenith range now, as a steel pre-finished cladding uh, installed fireproof solution on your home. So we do anything from a 20 by 20 trim to try and, whether it be a, a waterproofing, fireproofing, anywhere to a 1200 wide commercial box gutter. So typically this, this Batemans Bay, we get a truck down from our Emu Plains depot every single morning with all our rainwater goods, so fascias, gutters, and all of our roofing, as well as our home improvement gear. We then pull apart that truck, we reload him with what we've manufactured, send him on his way north, and then we get a secondary truck in, load him up, and send him on his way south. The guys were doing some interesting work just a little earlier, putting the barcodes. Barcodes on the, what, what sort of material is that? So the, the barcode itself, it's a, it's a sticky adhesive. And so what, what we were basically doing there was slitting down material, zinc glue material, uh, ready to turn into Bunnings trims. When I say trims, angles, a variety of different sizes that Bunnings across New South Wales stock. 
So we manufacture everything here. We put it back on the truck, send it to Emu Plains. Emu Plains then stock holds and then disperses across New South Wales. So every Bunnings store in New South Wales, their... Their trims are coming out of Batemans Bay. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? Manufactured, stickered uh, here in Batemans Bay. And obviously for our overseas, any overseas listeners, Bunnings are a massive home appliance yeah. and home, you know, home care. Your hardware store on steroids. So Craig, you've got an interesting story. I was following the Australian Steel Products Living Safety Awards from Port Kembla, and I understand there were about 90 nominees and that was sort of whittled down to 26 finalists and you won an award for a particular category. It was the felt leadership. Can, can you explain to me what felt leadership is and, and maybe a little bit about your award? The way I've always looked at felt leadership and the way that, that my previous managers uh, and mentors have always discussed it with me was actually caring about your employees, having that conversations, the, the are you okay conversation, 100% having that care for people, whether it be, like I said, employees, customers, that's what I put it down to. We like to say our purpose now is about bringing strength to our communities, and, and I think your story is, demonstrates that exactly. So can you tell us a little bit about what that was like? It started probably in an hour west of, of Batemans Bay, and it was out in, in the Karawang National Forest. We all kept an eye on it. We called it the zombie fire in the end because it seemed to settle down, rear its head. For the first two weeks, it was always out of control, keep an eye on it. And then we had closer to Christmas, some absolute terrible weather. Very, very hot, very dry conditions. And that's pretty much when it all kicked off badly. So I was actually uh, on the golf course. It was on a, a Saturday and I got a phone call from my partner and said, you better get home quickly. It looks like Batemans Bay is, is under ember attack. And it was that moment that was actually on the eighth hole. So out of 18, I literally jumped out of the golf cart and said to dad, see you later, mate, I need to go. I need to go and make sure my team's okay. I need to make sure the factory's okay. And obviously uh, a lot of our customers are close friends to, to make sure they're okay. But also knowing that Batemans Bay was under ember attack from here back up the coast is all bush. So for it to, to travel that quickly, so from Mogo, which is approximately a 15 minute drive, it took just on 11 minutes to get from Mogo to Malua Bay. They tracked that fire traveling at 68 kilometers an hour. So you, you actually live about 45 minutes up the road, don't you? At do, a place yeah. called Ulladulla. Yep. It would not be sort of a stretch to say this area down around here, like around Ulladulla, Batemans Bay, further south to Cabago, and that were really the epicenter of all these fires? It was. So it was It was definitely the Karawong fire that got the Braidwood Mountain. That from there, like I said, the winds changed that many times. The fire started, it went south. It also split and went north. So we had Erin, one of the girls in the office, she lives at Long Beach, which is the other side of Surf Beach. She was evacuated three times. The other lady that we've got in the office, Krista, so she lives at Malua Bay. She actually stayed and fought, managed to save her home. Chris, our sales representative account manager, uh, he also lives at Malua Bay. He stayed and, and fought, uh, managed to save his home, did lose his shed, did lose a bobcat and a few other bits of equipment. And then we've got Cam on the folder at the moment. He lives at Catalina. The fire lapped up to his back fence. Again, stayed and fought. Mitchie down the back, he's also over on Beach Road. There was also times there where he was told, uh, look, you need to be ready to go. A pretty intense, obviously, couple of days there in Batemans Bay. That was just before Christmas. Uh, and then after Christmas, New Year's Eve, was when the fire really ramped up and decided it was time to go north. 
So it burnt through Lake Tabauri, was coming for Ulladulla, Mollymook, Narrawally, the surrounding. Obviously, Long Beach, Durris, your little town areas along the coast. And the only thing that saved those towns was the fact that we had a howling southwester, which actually pushed it inland. Unfortunately, that same fire then turned and took out a lot of Lake Conjola, which a lot of people in, in New South Wales know is predominantly a holiday little spot. There was close to, to 70 homes lost in, in Conjola. And the worst part is a lot of those places are one road in, one road out. Once the fire was coming and it moved with such speed, um, there wasn't enough time to get people out. So a lot of people that were in those, those coastal little towns, uh, townships, communities, all went straight for the water which is probably what a lot of people would have seen on the news. My family came very close to it because my daughter lives at Mollymook and as you said, Mollymook in the end wasn't affected, but they had a couple of nights where they were very worried. Uh, extremely worried. So the, 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 probably the hardest part over the stretch from the 26th to when we first got rain in Feb, once everything well, a lot of things were burnt out, was communications. We, we lost power on numerous occasions. We lost telecommunications on numerous occasions. Phones that we've got these days, the fires near MEAP. We had radars going, listening to the RFS, trying to figure out where these fires were and, and what they were doing. We were very, very lucky where I am in Ulladulla that I actually had a firefighter live four doors down from me. And we said to, to that gentleman at the time, if you think we need to go tap us on the shoulder. We packed a car three or four times. We could see it in the distance. Couple of sleepless nights there. Congratulations, and you, and you do get recognised with that award. And because we have such a strong safety culture in Bluescape, to win a safety award across our business with 6,000 employees, that's no small thing. And it was all to do with the way you came here and looked after your employees and your customers and all the people that you do business with here. That's been a fabulous thing and I think, you know, you do get that in these sort of smaller places where there's a stronger sense of community. Oh, I can't take all the accolades myself. Very, very humble for winning the award. Chris and Krista, they were fighting their fires. We, we were, had Aaron or we had Mitch or we had Cam that was stepping up wearing a different hat. So it was, there was a stage there where the highway was closed for a week. I actually couldn't get into Bateman's Bay. So everything was being done via correspondence. For people who are wondering what the noise is in the background, we've actually got Cameron on the folder. <laughs> so Cameron's folding those angles that we were talking about earlier for Bunnings. What is it about working for Lysart or this particular business that really you know, gets you going, gets you out of bed every day. And... I've been with the business now for 15 and a half years. I started originally in Sydney. So my background was with another steel manufacturer and I've always loved the construction industry. It's a big industry, but it's a very small industry, if that makes sense. That there's not too many, whether it be a, a, a Stramit or a Lysart or a Stratco or another Bluescope steel manufacturing role former. It is quite a small industry. Most names that get thrown around you've heard before, or you've met at, a, at an industries award. But for me, it's the team environment. It's the fact that we are a small knit, and it's not cliche, we're, we're a family. There's, we spend nine and a half, 10 hours a day with each other. Our customers are amazing, absolutely amazing. To get it right for them makes us feel good and it is very, very rewarding. Yeah, thank you. And, and I think I've seen just a little bit, but enough to understand that what you say about it's a big business, but also a little one, because you're dealing with, you know, the individual builders and people that are coming in looking for, you know, just small things. I've said for the, the 20 years now that I've been involved with the steel industry, I still believe 90% of our, our business is built on relationships. 
once there's trust, there's respect. When we've got customers that, that, that may have got it wrong, that, that they may have got wrong, how do we help, how do we fix it? Can we do it on the spot? And I think that's something that Lysart has become very, very good at. Uh, in the last six years. The, the reactive nature of being able to help our customers, I think then brings it back to customers wanting to deal with us, not, not having to. Thank you. I've enjoyed the conversation and then once again, congratulations on the award and thanks for taking a bit of time out of what's a, a busy day for you. <laughs> busy, busy. No worries, thank you. And with that, we conclude this instalment of Voices of Blue Scope. Thank you to both Craigs for supplying this fantastic story and congratulations to all the employees at Batemans Bay for their tireless efforts in serving their community and their customers. Numerous other areas were also affected by these summer bushfires and this is but one example. As always, make sure to visit the show notes for links to further content. This time you'll find an accompanying focus on video that shows Craig Roadcap and his team at their Blue Scope site including shots of the facility and the beautiful town of Batemans Bay. For other news and updates, go to bluescope.com, visit Bluescope on LinkedIn, or follow at Bluescope on Twitter. Thank you for listening to Voices of Bluescope. Until next time.